Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. And welcome to episode 124 of the English with Kirsty podcast. And today we're carrying on with our Better English in 2018 series. Um, so for anyone that's new, we're doing this every alternate week until we finished. And then um, in the weeks in between, we're looking at other topics for people that maybe don't want to follow the Better English in 2018 series. But because a lot of people are here because they want to improve their English, um, I wanted to do this because it means we're not just talking about New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year, but we're actually looking at practical steps that we can take um, for improving language learning. Um, so this is number five in the series. If you've missed the other parts, you can go to englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast and there you'll find all the podcast episodes that I've ever done. Um, and these will be nearer the top because they're um, in order starting with the newest. So this is number five and there will be five more after this. So today we're talking about writing, so improving your writing. And the first question I guess you need to ask yourself is, do you care about improving your writing? Because the reason you want to improve your English will have an effect on you know, what, what's important to you in terms of your language skills. So for example, if you want to improve your English because you want to chat to people when you're traveling, then maybe writing isn't at all important for you and you want to focus on speaking and listening and perhaps reading if you're reading information in English as well, but writing may not be a priority for you. However, if you're at school or you're studying English for an exam or you need to use English at work, as I know a lot of the listeners are, then writing is something that will become more important for you. And and I always say, you know, don't wait until you have to write something that's really important, such as a um, something that lots of people in your company are going to see. Um, get some practice beforehand because it, then it won't matter. It won't be so much pressure on you. And when you're doing something really important, you want to be able to focus completely on the content or more on the content. And that's easy for you to do if you've spent some time working on your writing skills, uh, your English writing skills, um, when it's not so important, when there are not a lot of people that will see what you're going to do. And one of a really good way to do that is writing a blog. Um, at the end of last year, I spoke to a number of people who blog in English, even though English isn't their native language. And I'll add the link to the show notes page um, because I think they, they said some really interesting things and you may like to read that article. So if you go to englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast slash episode 124, um, I'll link it from there. And that's basically people who are blogging in English for all kinds of different reasons, some specifically to improve the language skills, but, but others because of the audience that it would reach and to keep in touch with people who only spoke English. But anyway, it's, it's worth reading because having a blog in English um, gives you a reason to write, because sometimes it's really hard to, to write for no reason. Um, and if you're blogging about something that interests you, then you're more likely to want to do it because you're already interested in the subject matter. And even if you don't want to do that, there are other things you can do, like joining in with people who are writing about a topic that interests you. For example, in Facebook groups now, there are Facebook groups for all kinds of things. Um, 
And actually, I have another post about that on the blog too, about how Facebook groups can help you to improve your language skills. And, and most of that conversation, um, most of those conversations are written conversations. So that, that means you don't have to write a whole blog post or something like that. But if you get involved in discussions in English about your favorite topics, then it will help you because, you know, you're, you're talking about something you like anyway, but you're also practicing your writing skills. And I often come back to this example from when I was younger and when Facebook wasn't really such a big thing. Um, and I joined a, a forum and it was a dog forum and I wanted to be there because I wanted to find out about these dogs and what they've been up to and information about dogs. It was all in German. And that was writing practice for me, even though I didn't really see it as writing practice. I just saw it as engaging with people in the in the dog group. Um, but it was writing practice and I, I learned quite a lot there. I learned some specific vocabulary about dogs. But, you know, I, I also developed some online friendships there and that, that helped me to come back and to, to keep doing it. Um, in terms of writing, it, different people have different ways of thinking about it. Like for me, I, I liked writing in my second language because usually it meant that I could avoid speaking my second language and that was a good thing for me because in the beginning I didn't enjoy speaking. Um, I, I don't have this problem now, but I certainly remember a time when I would definitely choose writing an email to someone over arranging to speak with them. And that really was good for developing my writing skills, but it wasn't so good for my speaking skills. But if you're somebody who doesn't like writing at all in your in your native language, then obviously writing in English isn't suddenly going to be your favorite thing in the world to do, because if you don't like the activity anyway, then doing it in English isn't going to be your favorite thing. But I would say if, if writing is something that you need to do, but you don't enjoy, then do take some time to work on it because the danger is that you can get so busy improving the things that you really like doing or that you're quite good at doing that the thing that you're not so good at gets left behind and, and it will always be a problem until it catches up. So it is worth just investing some time doing that so that you can bring this skill up to be as good as the other skills like reading or speaking or listening. Um, sometimes the problem with writing, one of the main problems I find people have is that they have very complex ideas. They want to talk in the way that they or write in the way that they would in their native language. And then they can't do that in the new language. Um, I, I don't really have this issue with, with German because um, well, because of my German level. But when I was learning Turkish, for example, I often had really complicated ideas and lots of things that I wanted to say because I do talk a lot <laughs> in my native language. And I just couldn't do that in Turkish. And I think sometimes one of the reasons people don't enjoy writing is because they don't think, OK, what's the main point that I want to make here? How can I make this sentence a bit more simple, not like a child, but a bit less complicated and still get across the main ideas. How can I get across the ideas that I have with the words that I have? I mean, okay, you need to look up some words sometimes, but sometimes you can um, make the sentence a bit easier to understand and you don't need to look up any words. It's getting from this idea of having to translate everything from your native language because that is the, the hardest thing to do. Um, we don't think about simplicity and, and how easy it will be to say a sentence in our own language. Um, and that can mean that there are parts of the sentence that just don't translate because they're maybe 
idioms or things that we say in our native language and they sound really odd in another language but if you can think about your message and its key point and then how you can make that point with the words that you know then then slowly you can build that up you'll get to know more words you can say more things but if you try to say everything that you want to say in your own language and then you translate that into English then it's going to be quite difficult and and it will make you possibly make you think oh I don't enjoy writing where really it's just the the way that you approach the task and if you can think about it in a different way rather than just thinking oh um, it has to be an exact copy of, of what I want to say in my native language then you know you may find that you find writing easier because the expectations aren't so high and it's not so complicated for example if I'm writing something in English and in German I always do the German one first and then it's just easy for me to translate that back into to English because I don't have to think so much about the English it's my native language but I would never write the English version and then try to translate it unless unless there were really good reason to do that but usually it's you know it's, it's much easier to, to start writing a text in your second language and then if you need a copy in your native language you can do that as well so sometimes it's hard to, to find reasons to write like people who don't like speaking it's hard to find reasons to speak um, sometimes it's hard to find reasons to write if you don't have to like if if you're given an assignment at school then you have to get it done but if you're looking for opportunities to write or reasons to write sometimes it's hard um, sometimes we say go with other people you know get into groups and write and and engage but if if you're not the kind of person who wants to be talking to a lot of people and that can be hard too so something like a, a diary might be good for you you know just write a page every day about what you did in English um, or about what you think about something or you know we say blogs and Facebook groups and they are really good for getting interaction and building new friendships but you know you don't have to be doing it with other people if you don't want to so it could be something that you don't publish it could just be something that you try to do either every day or several times a week the only thing there is you're not getting feedback on what you're doing but you're still getting writing practice so there are some ideas about things you can do to improve your writing I have an, an article on that so that's three articles I've referred to now so I'll link them all in the show notes page and some other things you can do um, you know writing for fun writing with other people finding someone to write to so for people who don't want to be in a big group that's often a good idea if you've got um, like a written language tandem so find somebody who speaks English and write to them or do an exchange whereby you help them to learn your language too um, that can work as well so then you're not having to think about lots of people having an input you just find someone hopefully somebody who likes the same things that you do or is interested in the same things or someone who is completely different from you but who still enjoys talking so that way you can learn about their culture and what they like and where they live that kind of thing um, and practice telling them about your life as well so there's so many things you can do but the main takeaway from this I would say is to, to find reasons to do it because if you don't have reasons to do it like at work when you have to write important emails or something like that if, if this isn't one of your favorite tasks you just won't find reasons to write and so the challenge here is to you know think about what you can do to work on your writing skills and, and improve them 
So can you think of one thing, one activity that you can do in the next few weeks that will help you to, to improve your writing skills? Um, and just a couple of notices, if people do want any specific help with that, I do have two paid services about writing. So one of them is the writing course, um, because some people have complained that they don't want to do online learning, that when their speaking skills are fine, they just want to work on their writing. So I do have a paid writing course, um, which gives you, you can choose how many modules you do, but for each module there are two activities and you write a text um, to answer that question or to do that activity. And then I give you 10 points that you can think about, 10 things that you can think about and 10 ways that you can improve your writing. So it isn't a proofreading service, but it's a way for you to come away from each session with 10 things to work on for the next time. They can be grammar, they can be vocabulary, they can be sentence order, they can be all kinds of things. Um, but you you get a written report, so it all happens by email, and there's no you know face-to-face -face meetings or telephone meetings that kind of thing. The second thing is um, I do a proofreading service as well. So if you are producing text that you want somebody to have a look at, give you advice on, correct before other people see them, then that's another thing that I offer English with Kirsty. And if you're interested in either of these two services, you can go onto my website and find the information. There's a big table on the front page with all the services, or I will also link them from the show notes page, which for this episode is englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast slash episode 124. So I hope that's useful. I hope you um, will get some ideas for improving your writing skills from this and also from the articles that I'm going to link on the show notes page. Have a good week and have fun learning English. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the English with Kirsty podcast. If you have any questions or comments, my email address is kirsty at englishwithkirsty.com or you can go to www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes. 